0: Log Talk Radio. A Madden Voice, 3, 2,
1: 1, now. Yeah, this is the kind of week that it's been. Technical difficulties on the show. We're about a minute or two late. My apologies. I tried to set up a sound check because, you know, want to make sure, and that didn't work out very well. But um, we are here now. And I believe I have all the guys, so let me bring them on live. A star J.B., Dr. Train, welcome to the Madden Voice.
2: What's going on, fellas? Yo,
3: yo. What it do? Full house.
1: I'm on my phone. Yo. Can y'all hear me okay?
2: Yep. Yeah. I hear you
1: now. Okay. All right, I hate using the phone because I can't really hear you guys the way I want to. It's so much nicer when my computer is working, microphone is working, I can hear. It's, it's fun. This is, I hate doing it this way, but I don't have a choice. I don't know why my mic works sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't. And tonight it didn't work, and I don't know why. But we're here now, and um Yeah. I, I, you know, and maybe this was the right thing to happen tonight because I'm, I'm, I'm already pissed off. I'm already annoyed. I'm already irritated. So this was perfect. This sound thing was perfect to happen tonight because I'm already aggravated because I'm already pissed off. Am I pissed off that Dallas lost? No. That's not it. Not why I'm pissed off. I'm not pissed off because Dallas lost. Because sometimes in life you lose to the better team. It happened. I ran track. I was very good. I didn't always win. I played basketball. Yeah, okay, our team wasn't very good. I'm right. I don't want to talk about that. Forget that. But I've done things. I, I, you know, I just play my brother one-on-one all the time. So whoop his ass, you know, when he was like eight and nine, you know. Then he, then he grew up, became a teenager. He beat me one time. I never played him again. Because sometimes you lose. He got kind of tall and he got kind of good. So I stopped playing him. Sometimes you lose to the better team. And that is okay. It's okay in football. It's okay in basketball. It's okay in baseball, soccer. It's okay in lights. You go in a job interview. You put on your suit. You shave. You cut your hair. You look good. You got your, your, your portfolio, you got your resume, you practice, you really want this job, you go in there, you knock them dead, but you know that that other guy that interviewed? He just had a little bit more experience. He just he just was a just a little bit of a better fit. And sometimes you just don't get the job. It happens. But what happens when maybe you should have got the job? Or in the case that I'm pissed off, and again, I'm not pissed off that they lost. I'm pissed off at how they lost. I'm not happy. And most importantly, I've been doing this show, I say I, because it was I before it was we. I've been doing this show 14 years. In March, it'll be 14, it'll be 14 year anniversary of the Mad Boys. Fourteen years. That means I started doing the show in 2009, 14 years. Dr. Train has been with me most of that journey. Actually, frankly, he's been with me all of the journey because when he wasn't co-hosting, he was calling in. He's been there from day one. K-Star, <coughs> been, I think we're on K-Star's fourth journey as a host because he's hosted and then flaked out and then got his life together and came back and it flaked out. and This is actually the longest. For, for, uh, that, uh, he got a kid now, so he, he's more responsible now, so he, he's good. And JB, my brother, he's been with me my whole life, but he's been on the show for many years. Man, I've been on the show for that. way
3: longer than four years, just FYI, way longer.
1: I, I didn't say four years.
3: Oh, I think he said four years. I said, oh, my God, no. No. no I got you now.
0: No, I know it's
3: been longer than so, four years.
1: Negro, <laughs> Yeah, I will to say, man. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Got you. But it, 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 no, you guys, you know, we go through this. We talk, you know, Crane goes through his things with the Bears, and K-Star goes through his thing with the Steelers, and Ben had a hurt arm, and the Bears couldn't find a quarterback, couldn't find a coach, couldn't find a general manager. Couldn't, you know, we all go through it. We all go through it, football fans. But, you know a little different when it's the Cowboys. You know why I say that? And then I'll bring you guys in. You know why I say that? Because today's Tuesday. We're 48 hours away from the end of the game, roughly. About 48 hours. If you watch any of the shows today, two days later, the first story on all the shows was the Cowboys. Check them out. Check all the football shows out. Go to Sports Center. Go to any of the shows. Two days later, the first story was the Cowboys or Dak or Jerry Jones or social media tweet from DallasCowboys.com or Jerry Jones canceling his radio show. But the first story all day was the Dallas Cowboys. Not the two championship games coming up. Not Aaron Rodgers and his ambivalence. That was the second story. Not Tom Brady cussing out Jim Gray. That was the third story. The first story was Dallas because it's always a little bit different when it's the Cowboys. I'm pissed off, but you're probably wondering why. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to get into why. And I hope all of the people that were on Facebook talking, some were very cool, had some great conversations. Some of y'all was not. I hope y'all listening. I hope y'all tuned in. Probably not, because that's how people do. They hide hide behind their keyboard. They won't get on the phone. That's fine. I'm going to say what I need to say anyway. But right now, since I've gone on for, minutes let me bring my brothers on the show let me bring because these, these, these are my brothers we don't always agree but we get each other's back when it comes to football because we share a passion for this game and even though we, we you know i, I you know train can kill us about the cowboys and K i could and you know we kill still but we respect each other's passion for the game we are brothers on this show And as you know, one of them is actually my real-life brother. So, gentlemen, I'm sorry for the soliloquy. I got a lot to say, but I got to remember I'm not here alone tonight. It's good to have you guys on the show. Anything y'all want to start out with? Since I went off script, we got plenty to talk about. But I went completely off script, so I'm going to let y'all do the same thing. Anything y'all want to throw out there before we jump into the uh, main show for tonight?
2: Just some... Straight up BS. That's all. Uh, just some straight up BS. I don't even know where to start. What's so. the BS? What's the BS? Uh, the BS is the how the Cowboys lost. Uh, that that definitely didn't put a smile on my face. Um, the the Twitter account. I don't really oh, know how to respond okay. to that. Um, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Uh, as far as that whole we yeah, you mentioned the whole Tom Brady and and man, I don't even want to get into that. That was so scripted; it's ridiculous. But as far as the Cowboys go, I, I'm just it's frustration, just pure frustration. I'm sure we'll get yep. more into it, but I'll, I'll just we I'll just leave it at that and let's let's go on.
1: Train, you there, Doctor Train, my man.
4: I'm here, man. I mean, this is this is y'all show to in it out, bro. I don't have a dog in this fight. I, mean, I have I definitely have concerns about the Cowboys going forward because I don't know what else they need because <clears throat> the performance was lackluster. Um, them and also, you know, Bills. So.
1: Oh, we're going to get into that one too. We're going to get into that one too. But I got some issues, and I have some Heineken here. I was going to do scotch, but I, I don't want any scotch tonight. I want to be clear, but I do have some Heineken. I'm drinking a Heineken right now. We gonna get into Buffalo too, because I got some I got some stuff to say about that team and that performance too. Um, but let's go to the phone. We do have a call, so let me bring in. What if this is our buddy? Could be our buddy. Nine seven three Eric, welcome oh, to the mat.
0: Thank you. Yeah, you're looking at uh, the Squidlone Cowboys fan here.
1: Ah, oh, join no, the club.
0: Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, it's sickening. So I thought maybe no, yeah, there was a chance, you know, towards the end of the game, but no. That forty ers defense is just too strong.
1: Yeah, but you really think that was the problem? You really think that was the problem?
0: The 49ers? Team? Yeah, I do.
1: I really yeah, think that's a big I, problem. I, 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 I don't. I, I think oh. – This particular game, and I love him to death, and he's a great leader, and I know he works as hard as anybody, but this particular game falls on that, Prescott. Mm. You cannot come into a game, be two games away from the Super Bowl, and throw two interceptions
0: on the road like this.
1: You can't do that.
0: No, you can't. No, you can't.
1: And one was in the red zone. That's I mean, point. our defense played yeah. light out. Those guys balled. But Dak did not play
0: consistent.
1: He missed Pets. I'll
0: do it to every you every
1: time. Gallop down the seam. Had him. And when you look at the play again, if you didn't go to Gallop. He had Ty Hilton down the other team. wide open. Right. But you got to look at the play again, and you see Ty is wide open. That don't even don't even try him. Don't even hit him. No. And there was too many instances of bad reads, misreads. There could have been three more interceptions if, if San Francisco could catch. Yeah. The one with the linebacker mm-hmm. just had it, it was a pick six and dropped it. I I, I I just, I, I think, and I'm curious, caller, what what your thoughts are. I think Dak has hit his ceiling. I don't see him getting any better. Than no, Ryan I Dak don't either. Right
0: so, I mean, you know, we exactly. Think? well, I mean, he's not what he used to be. I think, you know, I think you've got to get, you get rid of him. As far as I hate to say it, but, you know, he's really not what he's, He's really not as good as he thought he was. We all thought he was good, you know, a while ago. But now, I mean, he is really really off his game. And something's got to be done. I mean, he's really messing it up.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Can I just say that um, I'm not really doing this yet because, you know, first of all, he's got a huge contract. We paid him that contract. We don't want to pay him that money. Who's going to want to pay him that money?
0: I don't no, know. No, we don't.
1: Right. I don't know. And then secondly, as much as he pissed me off this game and didn't look like he should have, who do we get for him? Because if, if we think that Aaron Rodgers right. is coming to Dallas, y'all can, y'all can forget. No he, no. he ain't coming. <laughs> no. Yeah, he ain't. No. In disregard of Yeah, He ain't coming to Madden. The video. Get on. And, you know, move people around, you know, like the video game. No. He ain't coming to Dallas. No. So if you can't go get Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, um although I'm gonna talk about Josh Allen, but for now I'll say Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, then who who else do you want? I honestly if you can't get one of the top tier quarterbacks, is there anybody else out there you want? Nope. Right. So that's the dilemma. 14 minutes yeah. into this show, call it, and sit on the dilemma.
0: it's a dilemma.
3: Let's see. I don't think you can get rid of him. I don't think that's impossible. You know, I think it's one of those things where it's obviously really frustrating if you're a Cowboys fan. But as an NFL fan, you know, like even quarterbacks like Dak who
0: hmm.
3: are inconsistent but have really high ceilings and they play really well, they don't come along too often. And so – while he may not have been clutch, you know, and obviously he wasn't, I think the best you can do in that situation is keep building around him, and make his surrounding pieces so strong that the likelihood that he hits just increases because you can't just, you know, trade him and then start from the bottom again. That's just not really possible. He's already invested in Try to make the best of the situation. I think you has got to keep building around him and in the hope that, you know, there's an opportunity where he does a, a Joe Flacco or you know or a Nick Foles. I'm not saying he's that type of player. He's better than that. But I'm saying, give him the best possible outcome or best possible chance in, in supporting cast, increase that likelihood that
2: he does play well enough for those three or four games. And I think that's the best the Cowboys can yes. in this spot. But that's easier said than done when you've got such a salary cap to deal with. I think the biggest issue with him, mm-hmm. in my own opinion, is what's between his ears because he hasn't been the same since he hurt his, um, since he had that broken ankle. He's been more inconsistent because, remember, the four 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 and a half games I think it was before he um, tore his ankle up, there was early talk about him playing his best football ever. Obviously, everybody talks about MVPs as soon as the first game starts. He was in that discussion until he got hurt. When he got hurt and came back, we've seen flashes of the old Dak, but we've seen such inconsistency from him, a certain level of inconsistency that I don't think we've seen before. I think he's trying to do too much right now and hasn't taken a page out of watching Cooper Rush earlier this year when he had the broken thumb. Cooper Rush did just what was needed and didn't force anything. When Dak came back, you could see signs of him pressing and doing too much. I don't know how to fix that part of it. All
1: right,
0: caller, anything else? Anything else for us? Um, no, that's about it. But I do expect that both games to be highly competitive this this weekend. If you're looking for I a agree. blowout, forget it. Yeah, we're we're, we're going gonna
1: gonna, gonna, gonna to get to talking about um, the games. I, I just got to vent. I got I got to get this out of my system i got to do a little more on this game and get it out of my system, and then right. we're going to talk about this couple again. But uh, you're welcome to stay on or listen through the Internet, but we appreciate your call.
0: All right, gentlemen, hopefully you can catch up my
1: – Oh, 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 I went muted him already. Hold on, say that again.
0: Yeah, because I have a show on Saturday afternoons called the Enhanced Sports Show. Uh, we handle oh, – uh, variety you right? It is you. It is, it
1: I said it must yes. be our buddy. Give me the number yes. to your show, man. Hold on. I'm writing this number down right now. Give me the number
0: to your yep. show. 512-543-4662. I'll repeat it again. 512-543-4662 is a live show from 4 to 6 Eastern. Uh, we like to make it a family show, so uh, keep the George Collins yep, stuff nope, out got it. and the political stuff out, too. Not a problem. All right. Thank it's
1: you. Not a problem. Thank you. Appreciate, Appreciate you. It. Okay. Yeah. There's no football this Sunday, so I'll, I'll call in and check him out. He's been calling in every week. Give him some love back. Appreciate it. Um, so I, I want to take a minute um, and talk about all of the people that 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 come out of the woodwork when the Cowboys season ends. I've unfollowed a lot of people on Facebook because I think it's ridiculous. And some of them some of y'all that I unfollowed are very close to me, family members and such. I ain't got time. I ain't got time for the crap. I just I just don't. I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's funny when people post the things that they post. And it's their Facebook. They have a right to do what they want. My Facebook, I have a right to not have to be subjected to the childishness that people say. You want to talk about Dallas, you want to talk about the game, you want to hit me up, you want to call me to the show and have an intelligent conversation like we just had, and, and you're not a fan, you're an Eagles fan, you're a 49ers fan. I got several 49ers fans that I talked to that very classic. Hey, man, that was a good game. Y'all had me worried. Wow, you know, man, if that could get on the, get on the you know, right track, you know, hey, it was a great conversation. I wish them the best. Actually, I said, I hope y'all beat the Eagles, you know. So, but some of that crap that y'all post, hey, do your thing, but just understand, I won't be a part of any of that garbage. It's childish. It's just dumb. Grow up. And y'all know who I'm talking to. And if you think I'm not talking to you, you're wrong. I am. And, and again, some of y'all are family and I'm talking to you. Grow up. Stop being a child at your age. Seriously. Anyway. um, I don't know where I want to go, Mike, because I'm just so so angry. Um, Jay, you mentioned the website, and a lot of people have been talking about the tweet. I I, I am a bit surprised that that tweet from the Dallas Cowboys organization got so much attention. I, 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 I was I was like really, <laughs> y'all 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 get you y'all, y'all get mad about. it? I, I, first thing I want to say is was it wrong? Did anything they say was it wrong? Didn't they just speak the truth? Didn't they just say what everybody saw? Probably the game in the league all year. And all they did was say what we all know. If Dak is that skin skin, and I mean, he got bigger issues. He can't handle an honest tweet that literally quotes what he said in in an interview. I'm just trying to say, JB, you you seem to have an issue with it. Can you help me understand what the problem is?
2: Well, I just don't – to answer your questions on it, no, it was all facts. Um. But it just seems a bit strange to me to take your your own quarterback and throw him under the bus. And, of course, he's going to be up there and he's going to be classy and and, and, and tell it like it is and say, it, it, this one's on me. It starts and ends with me. I mean, really what else are you to say when you, you play the way you played, turn the ball over the way you did, really not a whole lot you can say unless you're going pull a Zach Wilson. That's a different story. You just know better. But – to come back and, and basically throw your star quarterback under the bus, um, I, I, I'm not sure I agree with that. Uh, it's just I don't know if it's because of how soon it was or because it wasn't taken down, because it was just stated. I mean, facts are facts. I get all of that, but I mean that's that's kind of an in house thing that went out of the house. Uh, there's, there's something about it just doesn't doesn't rub me the right way.
1: train or k or do y'all know what we're talking about? Did y'all
2: hear about this? <laughs> I'm just reading
1: it now, yeah.
4: man.
2: That's pretty damn brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is.
1: I saw it.
2: I saw it. <laughs> Oh, my I saw God, it cold man.
3: That's uh, cold-blooded. I
2: screenshot of it.
3: I didn't think those was real at first, honestly, because you don't ever see something like that. I thought it was a oh, joke from just like a Cowboys troll. Oh, I know. I thought it was a Cowboys I thought it was a cowboy stroke, because, you know, there's always those Cowboys trolls that whenever they lose or whatever, and I didn't think it real efforts and then I, <laughs> and then I thought, like, oh, shit. Yeah, you don't see that too often. So, that was, like, it's yeah. surprising to see. Hey, man, that ain't in right, don't
1: you? Basically <laughs> what you guys are saying. I, I sit in a different category. First of all, um, I follow the team very closely. This is nothing new. Okay? Okay. Um, The social media team, the dallascowboys.com porters, have been given carte blanche by Jerry Jones to be as honest and as impartial as they want to be. Now, there's a couple of people like Mickey Spagnola who's been with the team for 40 years, Who's pro Dallas, and you'd be hard pressed to get him. He may even have a problem with that tweet, but he ain't the one who did it. I know, I know exactly who worked for the Cowboys that did that tweet because I, I know who runs their social media. And as a Cowboys fan who has followed the team's social media, listened to their team broadcasts, listened to their interviews, I saw it didn't it didn't faze me because if you look at the tweet, underneath the tweet is a link to the article that talks about it and quotes that, And tweets from DallasCowboys.com generally get around 2-3 million views. That one had like 14 million last I looked. Okay? So that's part of it. But the other part of it is it's who they are. It's what they do. And it's the way it's been. This is not out of character. Now, if they had never done this, if they had never made comments like this, fine. Then I would say, well, hey, you guys can't. not nah, now. Nah, you do this? But they, you should listen to some of their podcasts. I mean, I am I can guarantee you that the podcast talked about Mike McCarthy and did he keep his job. I guarantee you they talked about it, without a doubt. Because Jerry, do his doesn't want a rubber stamp team. He's like, fans, don't tune in. to hear you guys tell them what they already know. Tell them what they don't know. Or like I've been saying, what haven't you heard? That's what Jerry says. They want the truth. They want to hear it straight. So when I want to know something, I go straight to them because I know I'm going to get it straight up. And, yeah, is it brutal? Absolutely. But you know what? That's, that's the Cowboys. And, frankly, in my opinion, after the way Dak played, what do you expect, Dak? You know what do you expect? You know your own. Listen to my. Listen to you guys. Look, listen to Micah Parsons' post game interview. Micah did everything short of throwing Dak under the bus, but he danced all around it. He he was right there, and you could you could look at him and say, "Yeah, I'm gonna be on this team with this guy next year. I better be easy on this." But you catch them right after the game, feelings are wrong. You think. Us fans are hurting? Oh, come on. Ain't nothing like these guys, blood, sweat, and tears that they give up. And then to come up short again, Micah two years in a row, and it ain't like he ain't leaving it all out on the field, his exact words. And he said something to the effect of, I don't believe all of us left it out on the field, or something to that effect, he said. I know who he's talking about. I know the team is looking at that saying, bro, you've been talking this shit all year about, I got to get rid of the mistakes, and I believe in the guys in the locker room, and we did it, did, did 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 and what do you do? You come out one game, you play great. You come out the next game, you play like crap. You came out against Tampa, you look like you look like freaking Joe Montana. You come out against uh, San Francisco, and you look like Joe Montana would look today. So from where I'm sitting, I get it. I understand you want to coddle your quarterback? You know all that bull, man. Screw that. Dak needs to wake up. He played poorly. Most, and he needs to be told that. Cause love him or hate him, I don't see a way that they can get rid of him. I don't see it. I, yep. The contract is too heavy, and no one's going to want that contract. So Dak ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. And here's a news flash for all you guys that are saying be done with Zeke because of all the guaranteed money. Well. Guaranteed money may be gone, but there's salary cap on uh, Fortunately, Zeke is ready to renegotiate so he can stay with the team. But Zeke's probably going to be on the Cowboys next year. Too. Albeit in a backup, reduced role, but he'll be with the Cowboys next year. So y'all might as well get your head around that. It's just how it works. <clears throat> Part of the deal. Um, let's talk about Buffalo for a second.
3: Wait, I want to ask um, you something, because... We all picked the Cowboys. Oh, shit. We all picked the Cowboys to win. What do you? What was the most? I mean, what, what was the most disappointing aspect for the game to you was it Dak's play because it's, it seems like is that what you think cost cost the win primarily?
1: Well, so those are two different questions. The most disappointing thing to me was seeing Tony Pollard go down, and then finding out he had oh, yeah. broken so much. that. That hurt uh, for him. He's played so hard. Yeah. He's a free agent. I hope it doesn't hurt his money. Uh, Jerry's usually pretty good about making sure people still get their money. He did it with Gallup in the offseason. He did it with Dak. Um, so yeah. I, I, I think he'll take care of Tony. But that, that was disappointing because you don't, you don't want to see that ever. But now knowing that the guy's going into free agency and then he breaks his leg, eh, you know. Um, what cost the game was Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott play is what cost the Cowboys the game. That team was good enough to beat San Francisco. Defense played strong enough to win that game.
3: Oh, the defense was the defense was great. Mm-hmm.
1: There was never a time, unlike the Buffalo Cincinnati game, where you just waited for Buffalo to come and they never came. We're gonna talk about that in a minute because I kind of want to compare the both games, but. Unlike that game where Buffalo just seemed just seemed outclassed, Dallas was in that game. And if Dak played like the Dak we saw in Tampa, that Dak probably win that game. If Dak played, Brock Purdy did not outplay Dak. What he did was he didn't make any mistakes. Their QBRs were almost identical, like yeah. but he didn't make mistakes. And that's what Dak needed to do, was play a clean game. And he didn't do that. Had he played a clean game, Dallas wins that game. It's that simple.
3: If, if he yep. if he played like a Cooper Rush level game, where the floor is high, is very low, or he just managed the game, I think he'd probably win. Obviously, he played Dak there, so I'm saying, but I think if he played a game like that, he'd probably win that game,
4: the way the defense played. Yeah. I would say uh, after losing after losing Tony Pollard, um, the pressure pretty much fell fell on Dak. I mean, you got to be able to run the ball in the playoffs as well as you can pass it. Uh, without the, the normal play calls that they're able to do, now the game plan changes. And so there's more pressure on Dak because they, don't, they simply don't use Zeke the way they use Tony Pollard. And it's not as interchangeable. It's not.
1: But
3: They knew, though, going like, the game, that San Francisco is part of
1: our game. a backup named Malik Davis, the rookie. He's got a little bit of that Pollard burst. He's got a little bit of that juke. His number is 34. He's been in a few games this year. Tony missed the game, and he came in and played, and he played well. And I was waiting for him. I, I watched during, the, during preseason. And during uh, training camp, and some of the videos they showed, and uh, uh, Zeke was mentoring him, which I think is a great thing because I know he's declined, but you know, you know Zeke, Zeke will go down as one of the great cowboy backs in history. Um, and and you could see the guy had he had it, he had the vision, he you know he had somebody intangible. And yet I didn't see I I didn't see him get call, I didn't see him call his number or nothing after Tony went down. So I don't get it. And, and let me say this. We're going to say it later. i will say it right now. Um, I was talking to uh, one of my friends, Shep. Jay knows who he is, Kevin Shepard, big Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. Just went down and talked about the game a few weeks ago. Good dude, really good dude. And he said, hey, I'm not ready to give up on Dak. And I'm like, I hear you, but something's got to change. Bottom line is this. Here's my bottom line. Separate from Dak because of the contract. If you could, and there was a reasonable, um, you know, if you could go get Aaron Rodgers, I'd go get him. But I I don't see that happening, period. The numbers just don't work. It's not going to happen. Lamar Jackson most likely is going to be franchised. So that's not going to be on the table. Other than those two, I don't know who else out there I would take over Dak. That would be available. I don't want Tom Brady at 872 years old. Sorry, no. I do not want him. Okay? Those would be the only two. I don't want David Carr. I don't think David Carr is any better than Dak. Matter of fact, I think Dak's better than David Carr. And I know he's out there. I don't want him. So when I look at quarterbacks that could be available, I don't see anybody. So you're stuck with Dak at least another year. So Dan Quinn, say goodbye. He's gone. He's going to get a head coaching job somewhere, and he's going to take it. He came back another year to try to win a Super Bowl. He did his job. The team offense didn't support Hey, no nothing more he can do. He is at his highest value he will be at. So he's going to take – I know Jerry's going to try to get him to stay, and who knows, Jerry's got deep pockets. Maybe Jerry can convince him to stay one more year. I don't think it's happening. I'm saying it now. Dan Quinn's going to take a head coaching job. Dan Quinn is gone. You got that issue. I would have no problem with him moving on from Kellen Moore. We've, we've seen Kellen and Dak. We can't lose Dak. We can lose Kellen. So maybe it's time to let Kellen Moore go and get a, another offensive mind, not Bill O'Brien. You're going to, you're going to the Patriots, good, good for you. I, I wouldn't want you anyway. But to get an offensive mind in Dallas that can work with Dak and make him better, possibly. Or get rid of Mike McCarthy. I get it. He's won two, 12 games two years in a row. They won a playoff game this year. I, I get it. I get it. It seems, it seems like how do, you, how do you get rid of a guy that's, won 12 games in a row. All I'll say is watch the fourth quarter and look at the management of the fourth quarter, not just the play, the management of the fourth quarter, and you tell me that Mike McCarthy did his job. So for me, that ain't going nowhere. You've got to look at either Kellen Moore and what can you do there? Because he's interviewing too, and he could be gone. And if I'm Kellen Moore, you get an offer from Carolina, take it. Because you can't improve your stock either. And I don't think you're Dan Quinn. I don't think you're the offensive version of Dan Quinn. There's a lot of gaps in your game. But if the team is ready to bring you in as a head coach, good luck to you. Wish you the best. You're a good dude. Wish you the best. But I say it's time to go get Sean Payton. I think Sean Payton fixes this problem. I think Sean Payton, who on paper is no better than Mike McCarthy. Let me be clear. When you look at their record, Playoff wins and losses, regular season wins and losses, both have won one Super Bowl. They're almost identical. Coached about the same number of years. So on paper, they're very similar. I just think that Sean Payton, being a very offensive-minded person, and with what he did with Drew Brees, who you guys remember came from San Diego with no arms, <laughs> Right? I don't know if y'all ever saw that play that happened to Breeze and the arm bent back, but it was ugly. And, you know, obviously he had to do a lot of rehab and all that good stuff. But what you saw was Drew Breeze as as just a great athlete and a great person, but a lot of that was also Sean Payton. And I think Sean Payton could come in here and improve Dak. Now, could Dak ever be what we want him to be? I don't know. But I would take my chances with Sean Payton over another year with Mike McCarthy. I don't think it's going to get any better. I think what you saw this year, we're going to see it again next year with Mike McCarthy and Dak. The only chance would be if they don't fire McCarthy, if they can go get a hot shot offensive coordinator that can come in and shake things up. That's, that's the only chance. If not Dallas Cowboy fans, get ready for another long year. Yeah, we'll go out and win 10-11 games. We'll have flashes of being the best team in the league. You know, we'll have all the hype and pomp and circumstances. We'll be on Monday night and Sunday night and game of the week at 430. And, you know, it'll be the same thing. And we'll end up in the playoffs probably, and we'll lose again. Because the way this team is now, they need to get over that hump, and this team ain't ready to get over that hump. Something's got to change for this team to get over that hump. It's that simple. All right. Y'all it's know I can ben talk about Quinn. that one. What's is that? Dan
4: Quinn the new head coach for the Dallas Cowboys?
1: You know, I wouldn't have a problem with that either. Mm-mm. I would wouldn't. not have a problem with that either. I don't know if that's going to happen, but if, that, if, 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 you know, it is peculiar that Jerry canceled his radio. Jerry and Steven both do a Tuesday show on 105.3 to Fan, and they both canceled their appearance today, which was very curious. And generally when you hear that, you think it's because Jerry doesn't want to answer any questions because he's in processing mode. And Jerry's 80 years old, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how long Jerry's going to live. Jerry doesn't know how long Jerry's going to live. The only person that knows when Jerry's going to leave us ain't going to tell us. (laughs) So you don't think that Jerry is feeling this pressure? He knows his days are numbered. And I don't mean it in a morbid, nasty. I mean it in a realistic way. Anyone 80 years old, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not 80, but I know I'm closer to the end than to the beginning. When you're 20, 30, even 40, you probably got more time left than you've lived. When you get to 50 and beyond, you start realizing, yeah, that clock is ticking. You start thinking about things. Gary's 80. He ain't been in a Super Bowl in 28 years, when he was in his 50s. You don't think he's hungry to get a Super Bowl? That what has me thinking. Maybe Jerry does have the cojones to say, you know what, Mike did a great job. I, I, I know it's unprecedented to fire somebody that has two 12-win seasons, makes the playoffs two years in a row, and gets a playoff win. But I think he's done all he can do. We got to move on. Maybe it's Dan Quinn as train suggested. I'd be okay with that. I take Dan Quinn as, as our head coach.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I take Sean Payton. I think, just don't go out and get no rum job. Just don't go out and get you know make it make a splash. Make it someone we could all say, "Oh, Jerry is serious." Like Sean Payton, like Dan Quinn, not Kellen Moore. No, not as our I team. think Sean
3: Payton no. would be the move. I think it's Sean Payton or just keep Michael McCarthy because. If, you know, the problem – I don't know if it's a problem, but if Dak isn't – you want to get the most out of your investment in Dak. And I think Sean Payton is a guy that would be able to do that, right? I don't think he's going to be able to do that. I think, I think Sean Payton would be the big guy for that. And I think that Jerry probably knows <laughs> that. And I think you made a great point about, you know, time dwindling down. But also when you look at the Dak situation, it's like, okay, well, how do I make the most out of this investment? Kind of need to double down and just build around him. I think Chomp the move. I think that would make a lot of sense for the Cowboys. I would not be surprised at all if that's what happens.
1: But let me remind well, you. What's the
3: compensation for it? The First rounder, I think. Uh, I'm not sure what the things are. I've mm-hmm. heard it's the first rounder.
1: Let me let me remind you of this case star. Dan Quinn was smart enough to hire Kyle Shanahan as his offensive coordinator in in Atlanta. Now look at what Shanahan is doing as a head coach. Now, Quinn is responsible. We already know Shanahan is the son of Mike Shanahan, who was through bowl winning and, you know, an incredible head coach. But I'm saying he was smart enough to hire him. He was smart enough. So Dan Quinn could be smart enough to find, you know, who else is out there? Who else is out there? Who's the next Shanahan? McVay. Who is that guy that we can bring in? and can be my offensive coordinator for a couple of years as we finish out Dak's contract, and then that guy goes out, replaces Cullen Moore, who will probably get a head coaching job, can come in here, work with, with Dak for a year or two, raise their stock, and then, you know, they're on their way to their head coaching job. And I don't know enough about the assistant coaches around the league to even throw out any names. That's, that's not my strong point. But I'm saying is I would trust his judgment if Jerry gave him the keys to the house and said, handle And we know Jerry doesn't always do that. So I guess we'll have to see. I want to move on uh, because y'all know I can talk Cowboys all night, and I probably will do another show this week. Um, I didn't do a show yesterday like I wanted to because I didn't want to take away from my thunder for tonight. So here we are. But I want to talk about Buffalo. Um, I don't see a need to talk about the Eagles and the Giants. I really don't. Giants overachieved this year, oh. <laughs> and then it all came down Like know, another bye week. You <laughs> yep. What'd you say?
4: It was like another bye week.
1: Yeah, it really was. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I just will say, <laughs> Giants fans that are running out, I don't understand why you have anything to say. I really don't. There's nothing you should be saying. Your team didn't even show up. And you had a good season. You got a good head coach. You got a bright future. So we'll, we'll see y'all down the road, okay? I, I know y'all going to be there, and it's going to be exciting in the NFC East, you know, for years to come with, with these three teams, and we'll see what happens with Washington. But, hey, but right now, yeah, y'all shouldn't have anything to say about Dallas because your team didn't even show up. Your backup plays better than your starters against Philly, okay? So, yeah, you know, I want to hear it. But I do want to talk about the other games we got to talk about um, Buffalo and Cincinnati. I have some very definitive thoughts about that game, but I've done a lot of talking, and, you know, the show is is a lot more fun when we're all talking. So who wants to talk about Buffalo and Cincinnati and, you know, guitar, wh- wh- however you want to shape your comments, I will not guide you. I will let you go. Who wants to go first? Man, I will.
4: Take it, bro. Josh Allen was a huge disappointment, man. Pissed me off. I expect to see a way better game. And you know Dan the snow. I don't care about how much white stuff is on the ground, man. I knew he showed some issues with the turnover of the ball towards the end of the season, but I'm thinking like, all right, you know, you'll 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 fix that. But damn. No, nah, he didn't fix anything. And their inability to consistently run the ball well also caught up with them. Man, they got manhandled by another yep. group of men. That don't sound good. That That is not good at all. That offensive line was moving those guys out of the way. That defense was like it was almost non-existent for a minute. It just wore them down the entire game. And the offense just had no answers. And it, it is like Josh Adams is just missing opportunities on the field. Anytime, man, I, 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 wide receivers get to get, you know, they get called divas a lot. But sometimes when they come to the sideline pissed, they have a legitimate reason.
0: Word. Especially
4: when when they're the go-to guy.
0: Word. Like,
4: come on, man. This is I love This it. is the game I before the it. conference championship you you really? got to get His it hands? to Diggs' hands. you has yes. been tearing people up all season, and now you can't see yes. them because there's some
1: flutter in the air? Let me just say this real quick. If people, when they talk about the best wide receivers in this league, if Diggs ain't in that conversation, you don't know football. Oh, I, man, I, I, it, go ahead.
4: It, it don't make sense, man. Man, get your, Get your head out your ass and play ball, man. Josh Allen let that team down. Period. And you were on the sideline looking at a damn uh, laptop like it's going to help you. Man, I know you got to look at the play afterwards, but you need to also talk to Diz because he's losing it. Yep. You're losing the connection with your best receiver, man, in one of the biggest yep. games. Yes, sir. It was absolutely just disapp- disappointing when because it was already understood that Cincinnati's offense was going to give your defense some trouble, especially when Brian Miller is not in there. Y'all brought him in to be that guy to put that pressure, and he ain't there. So that means the pressure's on you. You got to generate some points, and that were points on that field. That was yards left out there on that field for the Bills, man. And as and you know, Josh, Josh Allen. Yes, thanks,
1: bro. Yeah, man. So. Between JB and K-Star, who wants to talk about Joe Burrow? Let's, let's go to the other side of that coin.
2: Go ahead, K-Star, because I know you want this one. <laughs> I, don't I don't really want this one. You don't want to have to talk about the guy that's kicking his ass. At
1: me. <laughs>
0: yeah, you you want talk- I ain't Joe Burrow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it at all. <laughs> like, nah, man.
2: um, (laughs)
0: Nah, man, next
2: topic. Uh He's doing Um, like Drew Rosenhaus. Next question. uh, Let me say this real quick. I'll just say this real quick. Cincinnati played like they were at home. Buffalo played like they were on the road. To see how that game was was played from start to finish, it really was pure domination. And you would think that they were – playing at, I don't know what the name of the stadium is, I forgot, I almost said Three Rivers, but that is, it was Ruffleson. a home game for them, even though, thank you, even though you know it's uh, Bill's mafia there and everything, and and, and, and DeMar Hammond, praise God, he was able to show up and, and show his support live at the game. But it seemed like that was the highlight for the Bills. There was nothing else left in the tank. Um, I, It was just very interesting and disappointing from a, a Buffalo Bills perspective just to see the, the the lack of energy that I expected them to, to show for that game. And Cincinnati, just they just flat out outplayed them in every way, shape, and form. Just outplayed them.
1: You know, we've been talking about the four horsemen, right? And, you know, while we hope we still have time. What's that?
3: Oh, he's in there. He's in there. Burrows in there.
1: Yeah, well, let see me finish what well, I was going to okay. Let me finish off. <laughs> now you want to talk about? It. You want to talk, talk about? You want to talk about? It. Good God. Oh, first, oh. yeah, man. So we we talk about the four horses, and um, let me just say this: God ain't in that conversation no more. We had him in there. We all said we'll consider him. We all agreed. Now I'm making an executive decision. As head of the Dallas Cowboy fan club, he ain't part of that. JB, you the co-head? Do you agree with me?
2: Yeah, I'm, I agree with you. Ain't no way an on guys green earth he'd be up in there.
1: All right. Must so you're out of there. You gonna
2: know, make me take another sip of my drink?
1: Hey man, I got. I'm about to get on my second Heineken. Um, but I'm gonna tell you this too. Sorry, gentlemen. I I, I don't think Josh Allen should be in that conversation either. I don't – I think there is a distinctive difference between Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and then Josh Allen. We had them all on the same level. But look at Josh Allen's play throughout the year, his ups and downs. Kind of look like Dak Prescott, his turnovers. I'm actually sitting here – Keyshawn Johnson said this, though. I don't want to take – I'm not going to be like ESPN – that steals things from our show and don't give us credit. I'm going to give Keyshawn Johnson credit. But Keyshawn Johnson said, y'all tell me the difference between Josh Allen and Dak Prescott. I'll wait. And at first I'm mm-hmm. like, nah, man. Josh Allen's the dude. You know, I'm sitting up here. like That's where he's been all year, right? Josh Allen. But then I started really thinking about it. And then I started thinking about that game. And Train, train nailed it. That's then he came into your stadium and manhandled y'all, bully y'all. And Josh Allen, what did you do? Six foot five, two 245 pounds, and what the heck did you do? You're sitting on the sideline looking at your, at your Microsoft Surface tablet while your superstar mega receiver is sitting there with his arms up talking about, bro, what's going on? Now, in fairness, I talked about T.Y. Hilton, and he was open, and Dak missed him. T.Y. went and talked to Dak, and Dak responded to him. Dak wasn't buried in some, he still ain't going to be no four horsemen, let me just be clear, but at least he acknowledged it. They had the conversation. You could read Zach's body language and say, yeah, my bad, I, I, I missed you. Josh Allen sitting up there, got his headband, acting like he don't even see dude sitting up there with his arms up, talking about, what's up, bro? What's going on? Am I your man or not? So for my money, yeah, Josh Allen out. For my money, we got Pat Mahomes, we got Joe Burrow, definitely. Just book it. We can talk about Aaron Rodgers. We can keep Tom Brady in because of his history, although I don't think he deserves to be in anymore either. I just think his game has declined to the point where, hey, man, this ain't, this is a meritocracy, bruh. We talk about greatest of all time, you're it. We talk about legend, you're it. We talk about all the records and historical, you're it. We talk about today, do I want Tom Brady taking my team down for the winning touchdown? Hell no. I do not. I don't want him. I'll take Aaron Rodgers. I'll take Joe Burrow. I'll take Patrick Mahomes. And then after that, I don't know because Lamar Jackson ain't played in three months. He was in consideration, so I don't even know what he's got. And Jalen Hurts, I don't know. He's had a good year, but it's one year. So I don't know. So those are my thoughts on the four horsemen. Does anybody have any different thoughts?
3: Yeah, Josh, the Josh <laughs>
1: Allen there,
3: bro. Because there you he guess? can finish. He, can, he so Josh Allen's there for me. I like got four because he can't. To me, although they lost, I mean, he still, all in all, had a great season. Last year, he had a great season, and he had a near perfect game in the playoffs. I don't know any other quarterback that would fill out four because I agree that Brady, based on current play, should be there. And we get into this gray area of who should fill in that spot. And to me, it's like, oh, Josh Allen's right there. And he he can, he can run a four. We know that there's a tier difference between Mahomes to then, you know, Burrow to then, you know, three and four. But I, I still think he, he's there. He's just, he just isn't quite at number two and like we thought he was. Burrow took that shit. <laughs> Burrow took that shit, sadly. Here we are. Having to deal with that for the next decade is be horrible.
1: All right. Anybody else? I guess not. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we'll continue the conversation because at some point we're going to have to figure it out and come up with our, yeah. our four at some point now and the end of the season, end of the Super Bowl, maybe the show after the Super Bowl. I think we – I think – I will we, say that. I think if Patrick go ahead. Joe Burrow are, are, yeah. are, are locks, they're in. Yeah. Um, it's just I don't agree that Josh Allen, I just don't. Great quarterback, but great sometimes ain't enough. We can
3: talk about it. Um, Joe Burrow's really fucking good. It's really annoying. Um, I gotta give him credit though, like the way he went in there. He's just he's just really, 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 really consistent and um plays pretty well in big games from what we've seen already in his young career. And uh the way he was able to move move in the pocket, he had really good pocket presence. It, I, I can't say enough good things about him, which makes me sick saying it, because I know that he's he's been prompted studio for a long time, but like the guy's just really fucking good, so um, credit to him and the Bengals for that upset win, which in hindsight doesn't really feel like, my, like much of an upset with more information as, as we gather about Joe Burrow, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, I feel like I've been sleeping on Joe Burrow, honestly. Yep. I, I really,
3: yeah.
1: I have not given him his, his flowers. I really feel like I, I have not given him the credit that he deserves. Um, I know he had appendix surgery earlier in the year and it took some time for him to come back, so several games, including a game against Dallas. He wasn't himself. And, um, you know, I kind of was like, yeah, there we go. Yeah, okay. You know, you go to Super Bowl, you come back, and, you know, okay. But you could tell. You could just feel when he got himself together. And, uh, yeah, yeah.
2: And and, yeah. and did it with a depleted offensive line, too. But let's not forget about that. Yeah, yeah. He had three offensive linemen starters out and, and their backups in and didn't miss a beat. If you didn't know he was missing offensive line starters, or if you didn't know about it, you couldn't tell the difference. Could not tell the difference. Crazy. His pocket presence is really you know,
1: good. I like that cockiness. You know, he's asking about the window, his window, and he goes, the window's my whole career. I said, man. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> i can't even. I can't even be mad at you, bro. Like, hey you know it's not cocky if you can back it up so far he backs it up 3 3 wins in a row against Kansas City so we'll see what, we'll see what, what where our picks going to be interesting with our picks um in the did LSU you, and the LSU, LSU
3: national title too cuz talking in too
1: right right yeah did you guys hear about the Shannon Sharp LA Laker sideline debacle <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> a little bit <laughs>
1: okay yeah! Oh, did you hear about Stephen A. Bith- Stephen A. Stephen A. Bitch. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I didn't even mean to say that, but <laughs> it came out. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> um, and the flack he caught for the Rihanna comment in reference to Beyonce. Nah, no. No. Uh-uh.
2: Heard, right. a- heard about it, but didn't really catch it all. all right.
1: So Stephen A. Smith. It uh, has a book out. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get it or not, but he's got a book out. So he's been doing all the talk shows. And so on one of the shows, they asked him about uh, Rihanna doing a halftime show. And he said, Rihanna is great and, you know, very talented. I love her music, but she's no Beyonce. And he caught all kind of flack for that. Because people are like like, you know, why, why are you putting down one sister to put up another sister? Which is not what he was doing at all but that's that's the flack he caught. Um, Shannon Sharp, you can Google it, uh, you know, regular at the Lakers game, he gets front row seats, of course, and he was yelling to one of the players that they're too small to guard LeBron, and, you know, they started stealing Brooks, who I don't even know who he is, honestly. I had never heard of him until this happened. He told him to shut up, and John Morant told him to sit his butt down, and you know, Shannon Sharp stood up and said, "Come over here and say that." You know, and then Stephen Adams comes over, you know, who's you know either power forward or center, big dude. He comes over, but you know, people get in the way. And then T. Morant, who's John's father, comes over, and they get into it. And you could hear Shannon Sharp saying, "I bet you won't. I bet you won't." And having watched Shannon Sharp for many years, he was pissed. And he, he went into the to, to the hallway, and ESPN caught up with him and. He gave a short interview and said "Um, them, them boys don't want this smoke. I don't play that game, you know, blah, 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 right? Well, Stephen A. Smith doubled down on his position and said, look, I don't think I did anything wrong. I prefer Beyonce. I have nothing against Rihanna. I buy her music. I support her. I think she's phenomenal. I just prefer Beyonce. And I'm letting everybody know that Beyonce did two Super Bowl halftime shows. They were both phenomenal. And other than Prince, he done set the bar, and that's what Rihanna's got to shoot for. I don't think she could reach that bar, but that's my opinion. And he didn't—he didn't backtrack, he didn't apologize, but he took a beating for it. Shannon Sharp came on and apologized. Said he was out of character, and he was wrong. And da, 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 da. So I just wanted to say this: I don't think Shannon Sharp should have apologized. I'm glad Stephen A. Smith didn't apologize. That cancel culture thing where you try to you know, shut somebody down because you don't agree with what they're saying. That, that's just ridiculous. And, you know, Steven Adams, yeah, you a big dude. You don't want none of that smoke with Shannon Sharp. Shannon Sharp, wipe the floor with you, bro. Wipe the floor with you. Point blank. You know, these, these younger generations mm. boy, don't seem to understand that us old bucks, we don't play that. We don't play that. Y'all want to run your mouth and talk? Yeah. We're not the ones. And so I just want to, to say I applaud them both, and I wish Shannon had. I understand he had to. The network probably told him to. His agent probably told him to. There's probably a reputation thing. and like, look, you know, you became the story. You don't want to be the story. You're in the media now. You got to go and, and apologize. And so he did a very good job of apologizing. Firstly, I don't – you shouldn't apologize, bro. You ain't doing nothing wrong. You're a fan of the game. You said a few things. Dude had a nerve to say in the interview after the game, Dylan Brooks, said I don't think he should have said anything. What is he? He's a pedestrian. What is he, a blogger? You don't know who Shannon Sharpe is? Oh,
0: you don't know God. who Shannon Sharp
1: is. This shows your level of ignorance. One of the greatest tight ends ever played a game, Hall of Famer. Oh, he happens to be on the on on T V uh 13, 14 hours a week on a major sports Super Bowl channel and you don't know who he is? Shannon
3: Sharp is far more prepared proficient and excellent and far better at his sport than Dylan Brooks is in his sport. I mean, close.
1: Yeah. And Dylan Brooks got more shine because he got into a beef with Shannon Sharp, and he'll get the rest of the season. Yep.
3: That
1: simple.
3: Yeah. Shannon Sharp's a Hall
2: of Famer. It? It's ridiculous. mm mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Hall of Famer, Super Bowl champion. Everything.
3: Three times. All pro.
2: All, yeah. Everything. <laughs> yeah.
1: I said I can talk Cowboys all night, but I'm done. I may come back on at some point this week and do another one, but I'm good. Is there anything um, before we do our picks? We all were two and two. We all had the same picks. We all had two right and two wrong. (laughs) Um, We got the Saturday games right and we got the Sunday games wrong. So there you go. Uh, So before we make our picks, anything else you all want to touch on?
4: We don't necessarily have to discuss it just now, and we can get to the picks, but I'd like for us to come come back after, maybe even after the Super Bowl, to answer the question, did Tom Brady mess up by coming back for another season? And I really want to know everyone's real thoughts. I don't want to rush through it quickly,
1: because I think there's a lot that happened from that guy returning for another season. Well, we can – I'll ask you guys, when do y'all want to discuss it? Y'all want to hit it now, get into it? Y'all want to hold on until after the Super Bowl, is trained? suggested?
3: <coughs> hold on after the super, the super Bowl, way. because that way – yeah, let's, let's see what was the Super Bowl result, and that way we can cover the Super Bowl, then go into that, because there's some segue there, I think.
0: Okay.
1: So we'll table that one, and we'll get it after the Super Bowl. And I guess it will give us a chance to see what uh, what Brady may or may not do. I think that whole thing with Jim Gray was stupid. Yeah. Uh, Rip. Yeah, uh, really? That's your partner. That's your podcast partner. Are you talking like that? Come on. Who knows? Who, everybody knows. That
2: was fake. Mm-hmm. That was a hair weave session. That was fake.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> hair weave session. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Um, but that's a good one. I look forward to getting into that one. I look forward to it. Um, all right. Let's make some picks. Conference championship game. None of us have a horse in the race. So, <clears> you know, there's no loyalties here. Um, there's some disloyalty, but there's no loyalties. So, the first game is the 49ers and the Eagles. I think it's on at 3 o'clock on Sunday. So no Saturday playoffs this week this weekend. Royal Rumble is Saturday night for you wrestling fans. So, <laughs> I was going to mention go. that.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: Royal Rumble. There is a rumor, K-Star, that for WrestleMania, they are trying to have Stone Cold Steve Austin and, Bar- and Brock Lesnar
3: Ooh, for WrestleMania. Ah.
1: Yeah.
3: What?
4: So. I hope so. <laughs> what?
2: Hey, the Royal yeah.
3: Rumble is going to be crazy, so I'm looking forward to Saturday. And I like that they have it right the night before the championship games. That's perfect.
1: I hear you, Jay. I know what you're trying to do. I hear you.
2: Jay. I know what you know.
1: You know I know. All right. 49ers I... at the Eagles. Dude, I don't about Russell. It's in L.A. <laughs> so don't be surprised if certain people show up if you smell what Commissioner T is cooking. Okay. Uh, 49ers at the Eagles. Uh, train, who you got?
4: And why? Ooh, I am going to stick with the team I said was the most dangerous. I'm going to stick with the Eagles. The 49ers pull it out. They pull it out. They're a strong team. Brock Purdy, you know, is not making those mistakes. You're not saying he's tearing teams up, but when you don't turn over the ball, sometimes it's just as good. But um, this, Eagles, this Eagles team has been pretty solid all throughout the year. And, um of course, his first playoff game is against the Giants. I get it, but man, they <laughs> they sent them backing like they should. So um, I'm sick with the Eagles, man. Yeah,
3: and both games are really tough. So it's gonna be a great championship Sunday. Um, oh my God, I want to go with the Niners. I might, if I change my mind, I'll let everyone know that I want to go with the Niners. I think they shut down the run so well. That's such a big part of the Eagles' offense. Of course, the Eagles can beat them through the air as well, but the Niners' defense, they can just get after the quarterback so well, too. I think that they can manufacture enough plays. Uh, The Eagles' one weakness throughout the season has been their rush defense, and we all know what Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell can do. I think that the low-scoring game, I think the Niners pull this one out in, in Philadelphia,
1: Niners. J.B.?
2: I am going to go with the Illidale, the Eagles. Um, we're talking about the, the move before us versus the irresistible object. And I think the, the saving grace, 49ers play well no matter where they're at. But I think just the fact that we're talking about the Eagles, hostile environment, pretty shown that he can play, no question about it. But I don't know if he's been in this type of environment against this type of team combined, so... I think the uh, the quarterback play is going to make the difference here, and um, I would go with, with Jalen on that comparing the quarterback. So I take the Eagles in a uh, very tight one.
1: Uh, unless you had my grandson and were holding him hostage, and the only way you would let him go is if I picked the Eagles, I ain't. I would never pick the Eagles. Screw them motherfuckers. Okay? I ain't pick them. Um, but that said, we played both teams. I think the 49ers are a better team. I think um, the vaunted Eagles defense ain't vaunted. We played them twice. Um, I, I, I didn't see what I saw Sunday with the 49ers. That was a defense. That was a yeah. defense. Now, our defense played pretty much up until about the second half of the fourth quarter play for play with the, with the 49ers. Our defense was pretty strong, too. Um, I don't think the Eagles defense is going to present the same challenges that the Cowboys defense played. And if Brock Purdy, who Jalen Hurts is a better quarterback, even hurt, but Brock Purdy plays within himself. He plays. He doesn't make mistakes. Um, we had him a little bit frustrated and got at him. And, you know, we created some things that I don't know. The Philly team that I've seen play up wasn't able to do so. Um, I'm going with the I'm going with the 49ers on the road. That's my pick,
0: and I'm also hoping
1: that they win because I did not want to hear Eagles fans talk about we back in the school. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear it.
3: Gosh, at hey, you know what happened? All here, right, to a if the Eagles if, if the Eagles if the Eagles make it, you know, you know Andy Reid's not going to let the Eagles win. They go. Be sure she never wants to go to Philadelphia, even a little bit now.
1: And you got to worry about Joe Burrow right now. No, and speaking know. of.
2: And you got to worry about a healthy Mahomes.
1: Bengals at the Chiefs, Sunday night. What you got? Mm.
2: Right.
4: Dr. Oh, Train no, are no, you? I'm, there? Here. I'm here talking to myself uh, okay. <laughs> man. This is a tough one man. Bengals have had the chiefs number they didn't they, they they felt like they wasn't giving a fair shake with all with everything that happened, of course, at the end of the season, that game not being played and allowing the bills and Chiefs to be in a neutral site and them not being involved. <sighs> they got a chip on show shoulder, and they, they're playing ball, man. Pat Mahomes got a – playing with a high ankle sprain. Maybe he healed a little bit, but definitely probably not all the way. Hello. Right now I'm going to go with my gut. So
3: I'm, what's, I'm, what's
4: I'm your pick, gonna go. I'm going <laughs> I'm, I'm to go with the Bengals as my gut. I just feel like they're playing really hard right now. I mean, they're playing, uh, and, and the fact that and the only reason I'm picking the Bengals is because I'm concerned about Pat Mahomes and that high equal spring and how the game will progress if he's not given protection throughout if the play you know if the plays aren't ran to make sure he gets the ball out soon. Like what happens once he starts taking hits? And we already know that that he's a gunslinger, so he's going to try to make a play if he can. So my gut is telling me Bengals, I'm going to go with
1: the Bengals. Okay, Bengals. K-Star.
3: Yeah. Uh, So the spread opened up from the Chiefs minus one to now Bengals minus one and a half, so people are – Taking the Bengals, I think it's a mistake. And I know that Mahomes is a little banged up. And I know that the Bengals have won the last couple of games. But one thing that people are forgetting that was a big factor last week in how people have thought about these games is that the Bengals' offensive line still is without three starters. And the one massive advantage that the Chiefs have that the Bills did not have is Chris Jones. And I do think that although Burrow, as great as he is, he is going to run into some turbulence by that defensive front that the Chiefs do have uh, that get out the quarterback really well. And I think that they can exploit that matchup. I think Mahomes does just enough for the Chiefs to pull this game out. I think that them being at home is a huge factor, of course, in Kansas City. I think they get their revenge. I think the Chiefs pull off a narrow game, and um, the defense, surprisingly, is why. So oh, did I hear you,
1: you pick the Chiefs? Chiefs. Correct, Chiefs. Okay. J.B.
2: It would be funny if the Chiefs win, knowing that the Bengals have had their number with Mahomes out, but I'm actually going to go with the Bengals myself. Uh, I just feel as though, even with the offensive line, what would the Bengals have? Bro gets rid of the ball quick, fast, and hurry, and he just got that team believing. He really has that team believing. So uh, I think he's going to be the, the biggest X, X factor on that field. So I'm going to go with the Bengals. Okay.
1: As public enemy said, don't believe the hype. Um, I know he's got a high ankle sprain. Came back. He came back. Okay. That leg had, that warmed up leg had cooled off. Went to the locker room, x-rayed it, taped him up, came back, played second half. Wow. Still shoot that thing up. They'll, they'll make it they'll make it right. They'll make it right enough for him to play. He gonna play. Okay, the same Tony the same Tony Pollard, who they said I ain't a friend and later came back said he had a broken bone. Okay. Um, Joe Burrow is, is everything that everybody says he is. I don't take nothing away from him. I cannot see him coming in and winning for the fourth straight time and keeping Kansas City out of the Super Bowl again. I don't see it. It could happen.
0: It could happen.
1: I think this is, this is where Mahomes begins to say, I'm the best quarterback in the NFL. It's not Joe Burrow. It's not Josh Allen. It's not Aaron Rodgers. And he's the GOAT, but he ain't the greatest today. It ain't Tom Brady. It's me. If y'all didn't believe, if y'all was curious, I'm about to I'm about to prove it to you now, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm going all in with the Chiefs. And y'all know I'm not an Andy Reid fan. Andy Reid coached the Eagles, but Andy Reid has showed me he know how to coach. He came into this team, and man, okay. yeah, I I I can't I can't, as much as I don't like him because of his time with the Eagles, I gotta give credit where credit is due. Duke can coach, you know, so. I think it's gonna be That drive was impressive right, coming off the bench ninety eight yards touchdown. like who does that? <laughs> you know what I mean like wow, so yep, I agree, all right, well, we all didn't agree this time, so it'll be interesting um train and j b agreed, and me and k star agreed, oh God, being the right the mouth out, huh.
0: You're on the right this. side. <laughs>
1: oh my god. Wait a minute. I didn't to
0: this
1: song song earlier. <laughs> oh
3: man. See, see right. it's Can rumble get... week, bro. We got this. We got this.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is rumble week. It is rumble week. All right. I guess we covered everything. Final thoughts. Start with Dr. Train. Final thoughts, Dr. Train. Well,
4: man, we're winding down. We're at the conference championships. That seemed all like a blur.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> but uh that's a keep it simple. Hoping for uh, just two really good games, really. I don't have a dog in this fight, so um uh, it's just interesting when you look at who would pick. I'm looking at a Eagles, Bengals, Super Bowl where or the other end is a Niners, Chiefs rematch. Super Bowl, which would also be (laughs) interesting as well. So Mm. looking forward to some good football this
1: weekend. Okay. Um, JB.
2: Yeah, ditto. I'd like to really see two competitive games. Uh, I don't know if you all remember that. I think it was the Rams and Chiefs from a couple of years ago. I think it was a Monday night football. It was 54-51. It was just a back and forth, back and forth. I'm not saying it has to be a high scoring game, but just something competitive where both teams are leaving it on the field, and it just takes one play to make the difference. so uh, I'm hoping that we'll be able to see that for both games and talk about it next Tuesday.
1: yeah, you know uh, let me just say this to that I'm a chiefs fan I don't want to see a competitive game. you know what I mean like you know i don't i don't I, don't, I, I want to see a blowout. So, I, personally, that to me, it's just me. I don't care if it's competitive or not. I'm going to watch the game regardless. And I know if the Cowboys were playing, I wouldn't be open. I was, I was, I was praying the Cowboys got, got in there and, you know, halftime it was like the Tampa game, 18 to nothing, 21 to nothing, you know. Fans want blowouts. We don't want close games going into the fourth quarter. I get neutral people don't care. Hey, man, I want to see a good competitive game. Our daddy say all the time, oh, I just want to see a good game. But I respect that fans don't want to hear that mess,
3: honestly. How are you, JP? Um, yeah, man. I'm hoping Cody Rhodes comes out and wins the Rumble, See The Rock, Maybe The <laughs> Rock wins the Rumble. That'd be awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: no, actually, I'm excited about the Royal Rumble Saturday and then the conference championship games on Sunday. Um, yeah, I want to obviously see competitive games on both sides. I think we will. I was looking forward to Saturday and Sunday, honestly. It should be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I, I the Rumble, the Rumble is probably my second favorite wrestling wrestling event outside of yep. WrestleMania. Oh so yeah, I always do it. I mean, even when I was yeah. married, um, me and my then wife used to watch it together, and then even with my kids when they were younger, before they realized they didn't they didn't want to they didn't want to they were getting too big to sit on dad's lap and watch wrestling. Before a couple of years. They watched it with me. It was like a household thing. Get some food and watch wrestling. Um, And to this day, if I say to my oldest daughter, it's just smell. What's a rock? (laughs) She'll say, it's cooking. To this day, she'll say, it's cooking. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, Uh, I'm bitter. Uh, I'm angry. Um, But you know what? We lost. It's part of football. Uh I'm trying to decide how I want to handle this off season with the show and the Cowboys. We usually do shows right up through the Super Bowl. We take a break, we come back, do one or two shows for the draft. We always say we'll do a couple of shows for the draft. We end up doing just one show after the draft. talk about <laughs> what happened so and then we generally don't do another show until um the season starts up again and we're a couple of weeks out from the season. Uh, I do believe there's been a couple years where major things have happened, and we jumped on and did a quick show. Um, I, I may individually do something after the Super Bowl, and any show I do, you guys are always welcome. You don't have to, but you're always welcome to call in and join any show. You see, you see it on my wall or Facebook or whatever. You know, you just know. Even if I didn't send you a text or anything, you're always welcome to join. But I got, I got to work through this. I got to work through this. You know, I cooked a steak for this game. Hey, Jay knows how we serious we are with our cooking, our, 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 our especially our meats. I cooked a steak, a ribeye steak, almost two-pound ribeye steak. The game started. I had mm. to wrap the steak up in fridge. I couldn't even eat. I had the game kick off. I said, I can't do this. I wrapped it up, and I stuck it in the fridge to watch the game. I couldn't. I couldn't do both. That's how invested into this game I was. And then Dak Prescott lays an egg. So I got to work through this in the off season. I got to work through this. I'm not sure how. I got to work through this. I, I really do. So
4: stay tuned for that.
1: But um, out of eight be some
4: and great cried games. all in that steak. Say that again, bro. I <laughs> said <laughs> out of eight and cried all in that steak.
1: I'm mad at you motherfuckers, but this steak yeah, yeah, is good. <laughs> I probably yeah, man. Cheers, what gave us some more flavor. You know what I mean? Really? Years, you know what I'm saying? That's probably what I should have done, man. <laughs> Damn, you know. Um, all right, well, you know, we'll be back next Tuesday night to talk about who's going to the Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, the good news is, is, is you know, we still – I don't know how much time I want to spend on Aaron Rodgers because he makes me sick, but I'm curious what might happen with him. I'm curious what might happen to Tom Brady. So we'll keep an eye on some of the some of the smaller stories. But, hey. You know, there's it, literally two more games and then the Super Bowl, and then, we're, and then we're done. I think the other thing I want to talk about next week is what, expectations for the, air quotes, Pro Bowl, the flag football game and all of that. I'm curious what you guys' expectations are for that. They're trying something different, something we've done on this show for years. Get rid of the game and make it a skilled competition. Well, that's what it's going to be, flag football game and it's a skilled competition. So we'll talk about that next week at all. So, for Dr. Train, for JB, and for K-Star, thank you, everybody, for listening to the Madden Voice. I stopped saying all for you to settle on the field only because of the DeMar Hamlin thing. I may pick that up again at some point. But right now, I'll say to the Madden Voice so that you can hear what you haven't heard. We'll see you next week.